exploitation of your children in a way. So I guess, you know, uh, it evens I out. feel like he'd be doing that kind of stuff anyway. He'd be like just playing with toys and talking about toys, you know. So I've thought about, I'm sorry, let's introduce the show and then we'll get into like what we're actually talking about. Yeah. Because we are doing a podcast. We're not just talking to each other on the phone. Um, so hello everyone and welcome to hiding in the garage. I am Corey and this is Austin. What up? Uh, today is, uh, kind of a free talk episode. We're going to, I guess, more or less tell you guys what being a dad means to us. Uh, that was the consensus anyway when we talked about it the other day um there's not necessarily a topic it's just we're gonna talk about i guess we're gonna get pretty vulnerable honestly because we're gonna talk about like what being a dad is to us you know like how we're raising our kids to be better than us and better than you know past generations at the end of the day you know you want to be better off exactly i want my son to be just be good contributors to society and not be just weirdos don't be a or piece of freaks. shit really yeah or like that's all i want just creeps you know because honestly whenever i first whenever we first found out we were pregnant with noah i was like dude i don't know if you can, can you hear that in the background uh i don't know was it like a motorcycle no it <laughs> i wish it was but no it's uh <laughs> much chinchilla and he's just pissed off he just keeps barking no i don't hear anything okay good anyway yeah, I don't hear Go ahead. <laughs> uh, but I was saying, I think it's like whenever we first found out we were pregnant with Noah, I was admittedly scared uh, because I'm an only child. I've never been around kids. I've never been. I never changed a diaper up until the day Noah was born. Like that was the first time I've ever done it. And I didn't know Dude, how else that diaper is bad. That first diaper. Yeah, and it's, it's got like, like that black, black sludge tar in it. Fucking, mm-hmm. it's disgusting, dude. Not good. Uh, Not good. I'll actually tell a funny story about Noah's birthday in uh, just a second, but yeah. And so my first thought was like, well, what if he ends up being like a murderer, or like, what if he ends up being like fucking horrible? <laughs> and then you know what I mean? Just like the worst case scenario. It's the start of his like backstory, his villain story. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. It's a it's a legitimate thought. I had that thought too. I think all yeah, but all then, parents worry but then, about that. But then after further research, as far as like development goes, it's, you have to really neglect your child to have them grow up to be a straight up villain, like a Jeffrey Dahmer type. Like you have to like neglect and like, there's a this whole mess a crossover of into your true crime stuff right now. It is honestly. Uh, <laughs> so if you have a kid, cause psychopaths can be born. So really quick, if you have a kid. Um, I know the McDonald triad has been disproven, which is bedwetting, setting fires, torturing animals. But uh, if your kid is doing any of those things, just take him to a take, take him to a doctor. You know, like if he's like bedwetting and he's like ten, twelve, take him to a doctor. Like he's something's wrong. You know what I mean? Like he's having a hard time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other two, just don't. Just be aware, I guess, <laughs> like a crossover episode. But. No, but the funny thing about when Noah was born, the first time I, I held him, you know, because newborns, they sleep. It's like all they do. They just sleep yeah. all day. Yeah. But I held him and he was awake. And then his eyes rolled back because he was falling asleep. And I didn't know babies fell. I've never seen a baby fall asleep. So I just saw his eyes roll back and I like grabbed the nurse by the shirt. And I was like, <laughs> what is happening to my kid? And she's like, he just fell asleep. And I'm like, his eyes rolled back. She's like, yeah, he does that. And I'm like, dude, same. Yeah, so I, when Salem was born, <laughs> like same thing, though, he was awake just like Noah. And I brought him into the room and he was just awake, chilling, looking at everybody. Really? And I was like, yeah, he was just, didn't cry, just totally chill. And, uh, 
he's not that way now. But yeah, he he's everybody in the room got to hold him, and he was just wasn't crying. The weird thing was like at first he wouldn't latch, you know, because we were doing breastfeeding, so yeah. he wouldn't latch onto Brittany, and we had to like show him that uh, my mom gave him his first bottle, you know, that because he needed to get something to eat um, mm-hmm. right out of the womb, so. It took him like maybe an hour or two to figure out how to latch, but after that he was he was a good one. But we've always done bottles. Uh, we tried, but it just didn't work out. So we've done bottles like with both of them from the get go. But uh, Jonah yeah. was more. Uh, he did better with breastfeeding than Noah did. Noah wasn't having it. Um, but yeah, it's that's the crazy thing about becoming a parent. So if you're about to be a parent now, like if you don't have kids and you have one on the way, or you're going to like. There's no, like, they just send you home with that kid. Like, after, like, a couple days, like, you're just on your own, and you have to, like, just figure it out. And Yeah, it's we talked about daunting. that last episode a little bit where, yeah. you know, once the, once the breastfeeding consult comes in or, you know, they, they give him his first bath or whatever the case may be, like, you're chilling in the hospital. You're like, all right, this is cool. Like, you get meals and all this shit. And then they're like, hey, y'all got to go. And then you got to wheel your old girl out with a wheelchair. But first, and you got this you baby. Go grab everything all the wipes all the diapers anything you can get your fucking hands on take and it because they'll tell you to just they take they it they give you yeah <laughs> jj got one that says hope on it. it's pretty cool it's like baby yeah blue, but i the weirdest part was like buckling him in, into the car seat for the first time oh you're like, yeah because you you're be, like you're so you? small like yeah <laughs> and then you're so like, tiny. Oh. then you put it in drive and you're like holy crap i hope i don't get in a wreck you know that's <laughs> It's a nerve-wracking <laughs> thing, dude. Like it two sucks. weeks, like two weeks after Noah was born, we had to go to Arizona because, uh, for personal reasons with Elsa, and we had to go to Arizona, and we rented a car because we didn't have an SUV. We had we had a car, so we rented an SUV because we had to take our dogs with us. And mm-hmm. Noah was in the back, and he started crying, and I literally stopped my car to check on him. Like I pulled over. To yeah. check on him because I was so freaked out because I'm like, what's wrong with him? You know what I mean? Like, but that's just like being a new parent. Like now, if JJ cries in the backseat, I'm like, it's okay, buddy. Like, we'll be home soon. Like, we'll be home in a minute. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I'll just yeah. trying to kind of talk to him. But like then, dude, I was, whoo, I was like going over cracks in the sidewalk slow with him in the stroller and stuff. You know, because <laughs> like I was just so scared, man. I There's was danger like, around every corner. Um, yeah, and like as he gets older, though, it's. I still have that feeling when we go places because he's walking now. So he can like run off if he really wants to. He doesn't, but I'm saying like, if he really got the, you know, the mindset to be like, you know, I'm taking off. And like the older kids get, I feel like they have, you know, more interests obviously. And Mm -hmm. uh, when I was a kid, I wanted to skateboard my brother and I, and I can only imagine like if Salem, you know, Salem wants to, I have a skateboard for him. And so every now and then he's like, Hey daddy, can I skateboard? And I'm like, yeah, cool. You know, let's go outside. And I'm always just like right there. I'm like, oh my God, dude, if you fall, like it's over, you know? So for my mom to let my brother and I for so many years just go skate. I mean, we were older. We were like maybe eight, nine, 10 years old, but still, dude, like, ah, man, I don't know. I can't even imagine just letting him go skate by himself and be like, ah, dude, yeah, just wear a helmet and be like, well, if I, if I wore a helmet and I landed a cool trick, it wouldn't count because it didn't look cool because I was wearing a helmet. You know what I mean? Like just, yeah, like stupid shit. it's weird because I think about Noah in the future and him being like, oh, I want to go to the mall with my friends. And I'm like, dude, can I just follow you in the mall? Like, I don't want yeah. you to be by yourself. Stuff that you always like, hated that your parents were like, yeah, but no, now you, you can't go by yourself or like, who's going to be there, you know, or are you going to have a guardian or it's like, dude, chill yeah, out. Like who's all going to be in the car? Like who's going to, you know what I mean? Like, 
Because, like, but when we first had Noah, I was like, oh, I want to get him, like, an SUV when he turns 16 so he can, like, have all his friends. And now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, no, he needs, like, a one-seater car so he has no friends and no distractions in the car. Yeah. Uh, but, like, th- you you evolve as a parent as you get, like, as your kid gets older, one, you well, develop new fears. And yeah, you develop yeah. new things that you're, like, anxious about or, like, different anxieties you get because... There's also just like there's like a social timeline like, oh, you should be married by 25 or whatever. I don't know what the actual timeline is, but like I feel like there's a timeline on kids and like Noah's almost four and he's not potty trained. And that's like a weight on my shoulders like every day. I'm like, dude, I need to get him potty trained. But this is like the one on episode six. And I think every episode so far, we've touched on the fact that Noah hasn't (laughs) been potty trained. (laughs) Noah, if you're listening, dude, it's okay, man. Just it's all right. It's okay. You'll figure it I out, just, man. You got it. Oh, and I know, but like you I want to get you, it done. You didn't read the uh, the three day book, so we don't have anything to. No, thank you to give for our listeners. Thank you for calling me out on that. No, because <laughs> you know we listen, did do, though. We just played some Call of Duty. So <laughs> yeah, we just played Call of Duty for like an hour. <laughs> Could have been reading the book. <laughs> no, it's uh, look at us. I'm waiting until tomorrow. So I started. I start potty training him like the three day thing tomorrow because you're supposed to set aside three days where you have nothing going on. So like I have Friday, Saturday and Sunday off because you have yeah. to watch him like constantly. Like you got to, yeah. cause he's just going to be in regular underwear. He's not going to be in a pull up anymore. You're actually supposed to th- quote unquote, throw away all his diapers, like all his oh, pull ups. No, and no, I have no, to no, do no. that. In the Those morning. things are way too expensive to do that. Well, you don't actually throw them away. You just like put them like, Oh, I'm going to put them outside. The mailman's going to take them, whatever, you know, you know, whatever you say, you don't actually throw them away. But, uh, <laughs> No, I'm almost tempted to not do it because he has Salem like a fresh. Says, like when I'm gonna be in trouble or something, he says, "Daddy, the police are gonna come and they're gonna pow you, and <laughs> like, <laughs> murder you." <laughs> you're pretty, you're pretty caught up with some current events, sure, but yeah, I'm glad you're aware of excessive. what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, anyway. So, that's one thing um, I've always been like against with Noah is being like, "You better stop! I'm gonna call the cops on you." Because it's like, what the fuck? Don't say that to a child. That's so strange to me. It is. It is. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'd rather say like a, I don't, I don't want to say like anybody's going to come get him. I'd rather just go. Yeah, I don't want I, him to I'm the confused. good guy and the bad guy, you know? Yeah. So. You got to be the hammer and you also have to be like the squeaky hammer that's fun. Like you got to be both. The squeaky hammer. Is, you got to yeah. be the velvet hammer. No, you got to be the one that you hit and it squeaks because that's fun. You got to be the fun hammer and you also have to be the hammer hammer. Yeah. Do you see what I'm, you know what I'm saying? I do, I do. Oh, also to like kind of touch back on like him falling or something. Oh shit, I think I hit my mic. Uh, him like falling, skateboarding or something like that. But like, that's how I learned, right? Everybody has to learn by trial and error. So if you fall, Mm -hmm. obviously like, and you start crying and I told you not to do something. My next thing is going to say, to be to say like, yeah, I told you, I told you what now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What happened? I see, you know, like. So they start, they'll learn that way too, but I do that, but I try not to do that because I don't want him to be like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like, no, I think that's just a form of me telling him, Hey, you should have listened to me. You should have been careful. You know? Yeah. I I guess now it's fine. Like now at their age, they are now. It makes sense. But like, I feel like if they're like a teenager, like, okay, dude, no one likes an, I told you so person, you know what I mean? Like I get it. Like I messed up, whatever. Like, yeah. Teenagers know know everything. You're right. Yeah, of course. They never have any <laughs> questions. They always just figure. When I was a teenager, dude, I had everything figured out. That's true. And then you could become adult, and then you like reset, right? 
Yeah, you just forget everything that you've had figured out as a teenager because turns out you don't have shit figured out as a teenager. That's true. Uh, you That's think true. you do, but you definitely don't know All of your teenage anything. years was opposite day. So but you dude, really didn't know shit. But dude, being like 16, 17, 18 again would be, would be tight. Yeah. Just for like a sick. week. Like, yeah, those were good times. But like... Listen to us, dude. Jesus. Reminiscing, you know. Well, you you're the old, old one. You're what, 32? Okay. okay. Relax. Relax. Yes. I'm only 20. I'm not even in my 30s yet, dude. I'm 29. I'm still I'm still a young buck. Still yeah, you're a young buck. You're a spring right. chicken. This is my back hurts Listen all the time. Listen to me, man. You enjoy ache. it. Before too long, it's over. Before you and get you're too 32 old. 32 and, and still <laughs> buying bullshit you don't need to buy. <laughs> At least you own a like house. Me. You've made that step in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, true. But well, that's good. I, I don't know. I mean, like, when you own a house, you just have to pay for everything. You know, if something breaks, you just got to fucking pay for it. But yeah, I think the, about that the, all the time. Up, uh, you know, your house just continues to, especially now in the market, like, it just continues to build, you know, uh, I guess the more you pay on it, obviously you're paying towards the equity, the more equity you're building, but the value of these homes are going up like crazy. Like, for what we bought it from, you know, versus what it's worth now, technically, with quotes, of course, but, you know. You've made, like, a profit? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm fucking good. rich, bro. I'm, fuck, I, I'm just kidding. I'm not. <laughs> stonks, bro, stonks. Um, no, I need to get my credit score up uh, very badly. It's very bad uh, before I even think about trying to get a house. What is it, so, dude? You want to share? No, I don't, actually, because it's embarrassing how low it is. Just um, add two numbers together without saying it. <laughs> just add two numbers together. How about I just add like? Is it six hundred plus one? Together? Is it like right there, or is that no, better? No, it's 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 actually lower. <laughs> hey, fuck it, dude. I'm only twenty nine. I'm still anyway. a young buck. You I know, still got it, time. We we are the only country that does that. We're the only country yeah, that does that. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Who is deciding my worth based on that number? Like. Jesus, Excuse me, dude, sir. I you can't it. borrow that amount of money because your imaginary number that we made up in the '80s says you cannot. Oh, but I can go to college and get a fucking six hundred thousand dollar loan and go to school as a fucking eighteen year old. Yeah. Yeah. And no, it doesn't fucking, make any fucking sense. Pay two million of it after after it's all said and done. You know, by the time you're dead, you're still yeah, paying dude. Fucking, it's yeah. just great country. Dude, if I'm if I owe money when I'm dead, you can just you can just get out of here. Cool country. Just, Thumbs up. I don't Thumbs care. Thumbs up. Anyway. Uh, amazing. Oh, man. Well, gonna, at least we can't, we can't get into politics, right? We did too much of that <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, we right, did. Let's get it. back to being a father. So, yeah. um, so what would you say? I'm gonna put you on the spot. What would you say Oof. being a dad means to you? If you had to sum it up in like a sentence. Oh man, uh, being a dad is the ultimate job. Um, and I don't say job like it's. I mean, it is a job. You know that more than anybody else. So, it is difficult. Yeah. It means like always having somebody that is like looking over your shoulders and especially now Salem like he mimics everything that we do yes um, you have to not be only so me, but Brittany cautious. as well you know so do I mess up yeah absolutely do I cuss in front of him when I shouldn't yeah it's just it just rolls off the tongue I don't mean to but it's just how I speak sometimes and for me it, it's about having just a a best friend for life you know and I mean I already have yeah. that when I when I married Brittany, but like smooth safe this is, there, bud. It, it, you know this is somebody that <laughs> like is going to look up to you for the rest of your life, like for the this, rest of your yeah. life. You That's know, how and, I think about it as well. Like, and you you, you got to be the there. best you that you can be, and he's going to do and follow in 
you know, my footsteps, not necessarily step by step, but he'll develop his own stuff, which I hope, you know, will be the case. Yeah. Would I like him to be into stuff that I'm into? Sure. Um, but would I like for him to develop his own interests and love the things that he loves? Absolutely. I'll but you support also him always whatever. want your kids, you want them to be better than you. You want them yeah. to succeed more than you. Like, you want your kids to, I mean, I want my son to do everything that I wanted to do and didn't do. You mm-hmm. know, like, I want him to go to college and, like, get a degree and get a good job when he's, like, in his early 20s and, like, save for retirement and stuff. You know what I mean? But I, but just, like, I just can't imagine, like, not being there for the person that you birthed. Like, yeah. the, like abandoning your seed, them. you know, your next generation, your bloodline. Um, that's just... And, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. And this is no diss to anyone who couldn't do it or whatever. I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. But it you is. feel a certain no, way is. whenever no, you, you come from You did one, what you did. It's your yeah, responsibility. You, you come, if you come from a line of like, you know, a family where you you might not have both parents or whatever, you appreciate uh, the work that the other parent put in. Obviously, uh, you have a newfound respect for it. Once, be, once you be... Not only once you become a parent, but even before that, you know, when you mature, when you're a teenager, you kind of don't give a shit. But when you become an adult and you have your own place and you're taking care of your own bills and you see how hard it is and then you realize that, oh, shit, my mom did this with two babies and, you know, on their own, on her own. And uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I want to be the best parent that I could be, but also like the best friend that I could be, you know. Um, but to speak on what you said about about abandoning your kids, I feel that I've been very depressed before. I've been suicidal before. I don't have a problem mm-hmm. with saying it. I've been to therapy, all of that kind of stuff. There's nothing wrong with it. Everybody, most people go through it at our in our generation. Uh, but Definitely. I couldn't imagine, and this is not a stab at anybody that knows someone who committed suicide or anything everybody has their reasons you know it's a sickness it's not you know they're not giving up it's it's a it's a sickness so but i couldn't imagine doing it now or having had done it knowing that i was gonna have these two kids to like take care of because they will literally perish if you don't take care of them like they you they you are everything to your kid and so like I've read about people who like like kids who find their parents like one of their parents who committed suicide and I'm like I mm. I just couldn't imagine leaving my kids like that you know I couldn't imagine doing it now and uh, there's been times since Noah's been born where I wanted to where I was like I should just fucking do you know what I mean but like I think about him and I'm like he needs a dad like I don't want this might be selfish to say but I don't want someone else raising him I don't want another man raising him <laughs> who may not have the same values I have or the same you know things that i like and so sure. it's i definitely feel like kids can save you i mean kids can people like brag about oh child free i can sleep in it's like yeah but like the the joy of having a kid is it's immeasurable like it's yeah I it's mean, a whole new I world where people are up. like oh i don't I, i'm too selfish i don't want to spend money i don't want to do this i, don't, I get I hate that kids. there's nothing They're wrong annoying. with that you know no there's, there's nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with, with it that. there's nothing wrong with it but at the same time, like, you know, it's not for everybody. Sure. I'll, I'll yeah. agree. But, man, it's just a feeling you'll never feel. And I, I can't I can't have them experience that without them having a kid. <laughs> I'm not it has here to, to be say, you have a kid. Everybody should have a kid. It. But, it, man, it's really hard to be like, 
oh, I don't want my own blood to tell me they love me or, you know, thank you or whatever. There's just like the smallest shit means the biggest, you know? Dude, Noah's been saying you're welcome recently and bless you when I sneeze. And it's just like, it's, I mean, it's, we're not a religious family, but we still say bless you just out of habit. You know, everybody says it, but like, it's, it's just not, it's, I don't know. It's just something about like thinking about Jonah. There's just something about picking him up and looking at him and seeing that gummy smile with those two teeth coming in on the bottom. Like there's just, (laughs) there's no words to describe the feeling you get from that Dude, and every like parent even, knows exactly even the what other day after Salem's birthday party when Brittany posted that video of him thanking everybody for coming I was like I was just watching it and even though I, he's in the same room with me I was like Dude, I'm going to cry watching this <laughs> because it's like one your kid is growing up like you yeah. this was a birthday yeah like your kid's getting older every day and it's like honestly to tell you the truth I don't care for the newborn phase I think the toddler phase is way better way more fun they're way more independent it's significantly yeah, yeah. easier and they in my sort of opinion. develop like cool things they have their own personality yeah you their see them change every day yeah and so, they just they, they're me, like little let sponges you, let me ask you a question um has there been an experience like I mean I'm sure there has in your you know realm of fatherhood so far that you felt like a bad parent. Oh, absolutely. Yesterday, exactly yesterday. Um, I didn't get a lot of sleep and I'm in class from nine 30 in the morning to three o'clock in the afternoon. So, uh, it's pretty stressful to be dealing with both kids and JJ was just, he was having a hard day and it's always, <laughs> it's weird. It always seems to fall on the days where I'm also having a hard day. And so I, I lost my cool. I yelled at him and he doesn't deserve mm-hmm. it. And any, he, he, uh, he doesn't know what he's doing. He can't communicate. He doesn't know how to communicate. It's not his fault a hundred percent. And, and I mean, I didn't just say like, you know, I didn't just yell at him. I like yelled, like not, I yelled at him, but I also yelled just like at the you had to world. Let something out. Yeah. I just had, cause it's like, you just, it builds up and it's so stressful to just, he's crying and crying and crying and you try everything. And it's like, dude, I didn't get a lot of sleep. Like I'm tired too. So like, it just, mm-hmm. it's, it piles up as far as like dealing with both kids every single day. Noah's a little easier cause uh, he's more independent, but yeah, no, there's, there's plenty of times that I feel like a bad parent. And I think that if you think you're the perfect parent, you're not a good parent uh, because yeah, no you way. should be self-conscious you be about self-critical your yeah yeah for sure and if I you feel do like, think I feel you're the good, same way like oh go ahead yeah if you if you think you're the perfect parent you're one you're not 100 percent. there's no way you are nobody is but i also think that you're doing a disservice to your child as well because if you can't grow if you yourself can't grow as a parent your child's not going to grow into anything right like, no if I you're think just doing the same for, stuff like, you know when you're when you're asking your kid to apologize for something right um it's always it, it it should be normalized to completely apologize to your kid too. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Up. Yes. One hundred percent. I feel like like whenever I discipline Salem, right? Um, I'll send him to the you know I might he might be doing something I told him not to do. I told you not to do it. I told you not to do it. Okay. And then you did it again. All right. I'm gonna yell at you. You know. And then I'm gonna tell you to go to the corner because you're not listening. And whenever I send him to the corner, you know, he goes over there. I say no crying. I don't want to hear it. You know. So he kind of sits there and then I'll let about a minute pass or so, maybe I don't know, 30 seconds or something. And I'll go up to him and I'll get down on his level. You know, I'll straighten him out. I'll say, Hey, look at me, you know, look at me in my eyes. Right. 
this is why you went to the corner. You know, this is, this is what you were doing wrong. Do you understand? And he's like, yes. And then he says, then he always, I mean, not always, but he'll come and he'll have a rebuttal. He says, you hurt my feelings because you yelled at me. And in that mm-hmm. moment, I feel it's my responsibility to say, like, hey, I, I am sorry that I yelled at you. I'm sorry. Do you forgive me? And then he says, yes. And then we'll hug. So I feel like, you know, if I don't do that, man, like I'm not being, I'm not showing him compassion. And well, uh, I think I'm going to feel that- terrible for just like continuing to yell at him, even though I think most parents would agree that if somebody, if your kid is doing something and you're telling them not to do it, it's a perfectly good excuse to send them to the corner or do something, you know, but yeah, no, I fully, I fully support gentle parenting. And I, I think you do as well. We're pretty much on the same page when it comes to that stuff. But I want to ask you this. Do you, when you say you don't want to hear him crying, do you mean it as like a boys don't cry kind of thing? No, or, no, absolutely okay. not. I, I just don't it, want that to be misconstrued. No, 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 no. Like I, I, I th- that's a good point. I mean, I think that it's good to show emotion. I mean, everyone is human, uh, you know, boy and girl it doesn't matter you know not there's not one thing for the other and the other thing for the other you know so i mean it's i always encourage him to tell me how he feels and if and if crying if he's sad then yeah sure you know but i know that he's just crying because he's gotten in trouble and he just wants me to feel sorry for him so Mm -hmm. that's where i'm like hey i don't want to hear it you can sit there and cry in the corner but you know you have to think about what you've done and you know or sometimes you know Brittany will send him to his room and say hey I think you need to you need to change your attitude. You can come out whenever you've changed your attitude. And yeah. obviously he'll get in there, he'll cry, and then it'll slow down, he'll think about it, he'll open the door and wait for us to come over there and <laughs> be like, "Hey, all right, have you thought about it?" "Yes." "All right. What well, are you sorry?" "Yes." "Okay. Okay. Cool. No big deal." I I but also think it's important that you do do that where you say like, "Well, I'm sorry." Because being vulnerable to your children isn't something you don't need to be this hard ass man. No. You know what I mean? No. Like you need to show your kids like I'm I fuck up too. Like yeah. I mess up all the time. Every day I have a I make a mistake and I don't want my kids to think that I'm perfect because I'm not. I mean, yeah, at some point I'm sure I'm going to be Noah's hero, but you know, you got to show your kids that like, you know, I have I mess up as well. Like you're you're not alone in the fact that you Cause you got to think I've, I read a book recently and it was talking about gentle parenting and it was saying like, imagine cause kids have emotions just like we do. For they don't sure. know how to express them like we do, but they so have emotions just, just like stuff us. Or hate stuff. Yeah. yeah. And that's their way of expressing themselves. Cause they don't know how to do it yet. They haven't, their brain, their brain is going to be developing until they're like 25. Yeah, so it's, no they're not ready thought. to express themselves yet. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Think about this as you as an adult. If you were doing something and someone took it away, you were doing something you liked doing and someone just took it away. And you're like, well, I want to keep doing that. So you go do it again. And then they take it away and they yell at you. That's you. You want an explanation. So that's mm-hmm. why I give Noah explanations whenever, like, whenever, oh, yeah, like, for sure. whenever he's doing something that I don't want him to do, I'll say, hey, buddy, can you, you know, can you stop doing that, you know? knock it off or whatever. And I, you know, I start out like nice, you know, like, Hey, you know, quit, like, don't do that. You know, I give them a reason why, like you might get hurt. You might mm-hmm. break it, whatever. And then of course he's going to keep doing it. Cause he wants to do this thing because he's the person. <laughs> yeah. And that's when you got to be like, okay, dude, like I told you to stop, you need to stop. And then mm-hmm. after that is when, you know, the yelling ensues, which I don't like yeah. doing. I hate it because I was yelled at constantly as a child. Yeah. Uh, so Salem sucks. has been really mouthy lately. Like last night, you know, we, and it's probably because he was tired, but he, he'll be like, 
you know, no, I'll tell him, I say, hey, you're acting very ugly. You're, you know, you're, you're talking to mom very ugly. You need to go lay down. You need to go to your corner. And he'll say no. <sighs> All Dude. right, dog. You know, you don't <laughs> tell me. I tell you. So, right. Um, but but I think it's important. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I thought you were done. No, no, no. You're, you're good. Uh, I think it's important to, to, I, th- the way my mindset is, because like you said, I've done a lot of research on true crime stuff and I've read quite a few books from, you know, FBI agents who have dealt with crimes against children, uh, whether it be physical, sexual abuse, whatever. And I think it's important to let your kid know that you can tell an adult, no, you can say no to a grown up because if you don't let your kid know that that's okay, you're opening them up to a grown up being like, well, I'm an adult. You have to do, you have to listen to what I tell you. And you know, something bad could happen to them. So I never, I let Noah tell me, no, if I'm telling him something and he's like, no, I'm like, okay, well, this is why we have to do it. So we're going to do it. Well, I tell, Uh, you know, that's, that's a good option for me. It's always, Hey, I'm your dad. If I tell you to do something, you're not going to say, no, you're just going to do it. And if you'd like me to do something for you, I won't say no. Is that a deal? Does that sound fair? And, you know, and lately he's been picking up on a lot of that stuff. He'll, he'll ask me if I want to do something or if I want to take a bath with him, you know, daddy, you want to take a bath with me? Does that sound fair? You know, like, so stuff is getting (laughs) through to him. Yeah. Yeah, You know, so I think it's important to, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. You know, we don't want our kids to just continually say yes to every single person that maybe an influence on them. Because yeah, they could have nefarious. If if there's anybody to not say no to when they're asking you to do something, it's going to be your mother and it's going to be their father. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, I'm I fully the dad. Agree with that. That's the mom. You know, if anybody else, sure, I don't give a crap if you say no to. If if you don't want to go give him a hug, that's fine. Whatever, that's your choice. But yeah, I never make Noah hug or kiss anybody that he doesn't want to. And if he, yeah, even yeah. if it's a grandparent, um, whatever, if it's me, if I say, "Hey, buddy, can I have a hug?" and he says no, I'm like, "Okay, cool. You don't have to hug mm-hmm. me if you don't want to," because you don't have to touch anyone or let anyone touch you that you do not want to do. And right. I'm gonna go on a rant really quick about how to. Uh, Keep your child from becoming a victim. And the biggest way to do that is raising a confident child who doesn't need the reassurance of a stranger to feel good about themselves. Like, you need to raise a child who has self-esteem. And mm-hmm. that, honestly, this is from a book from, by a retired FBI agent. I can't remember his name. I think it's John Douglas. No. Yes, it's John Douglas. He worked... Uh, with the BAU, which is the Behavioral Analysis Unit, all of that stuff, studying serial killers, studied Ed Kemper, all of them. And he worked with crimes against children for a while, and he specifically says raising a child with high self-esteem and with confidence is the best thing you can do to keep them from being a victim of, you know, sexual abuse by an adult. Yeah. And I know that's yeah. a little dark for this podcast, but I think it's <laughs> no, important it's a, for it's new a, parents it's to a know. Real thing. Yeah, for it's sure. very real. Yeah, it happens more than you think it does. Uh, just from reading those books, I can tell you it happens more than you think it does, and it's disgusting how often it happens, and that it happens at all. So, uh, just raise a kid who's like, I don't need your candy bar. I don't need this gift. Like, get out of here. Leave me alone. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's important. Plus, you want your kid to have self esteem anyway. You know, it's just them not getting, you know, kidnapped or whatever is just a plus. Uh, but yeah. no, I think that um, raising a boy is definitely different than raising a girl, and I don't mean that in a sexist way. I mean that boys have different standards than girls do. You know what I mean? Well, I think it, 
you've seen that meme going around where it's not really a meme. It's just like a post where it's like, you know, uh, protect your daughters. And then that's like scratched out and it's like, yeah, teach it's your like sons. raise your boys. Yeah. 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 Teach your sons. That's where it starts. Like, at exactly. No point because you ever be hiding a, a girl like or a woman or whatever. At no point should anyone else feel scared of another human being. Um, no, definitely not. Unless, or, you know, unless, you know, they did something bad and I'm coming for them. Then it'd be, then it'd be scared of me because I'm 5'3 and I'll fucking fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm so tired right now, if you can't tell. Um, no, I think, yeah, definitely raising boys to be better than... Boys will be boys as horse shit. Boys will be boys is if you come home and your kid put butter all over the top floor and they're sliding around with their friends. That's boys will be boys, not he raped yeah. a girl behind a dumpster. That's not Fuck boys no. will be boys. Fuck That's no. an animal. Is That's an making animal. an excuse for one side and not not tackling the the root of the problem. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. And I think that uh, the first case that comes to mind, honestly, is that Brock Turner kid who raped that girl behind the dumpster and the judge was like, well, he has a future ahead of him and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, well, what about That's her insane. future? Because her That's life is insane. shattered now. Because I guarantee you, most people, if not all people listening to this podcast, knows a victim of sexual assault because it's disgusting how often sure. it happens. I think everybody here knows it's, someone. And so you you know how those people are. They have not, not to say they have issues, but they have PTSD from that kind of stuff. And so... Oh, yeah. No, I don't doubt that every time they close their eyes, they see that, they think about that. That stays with them. You know, that's like yeah, a, exactly. It's like a life sentence for them. You don't yeah, ever God say forbid that. You try to have people a, hold that a, shit in for for years and years and years and years. And then they try to come out about their story and they're hit with the stigma. It was, oh, why didn't you say something then? And this what is the you very reason why I didn't thing. because yeah. you're not going to fucking believe me no matter what, you know? Yeah. I mean, and it's God absurd. forbid they try to have a regular sexual interaction and they're brought back to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just raise your boys to be good human beings. Just raise them to not. It comes from. But that comes back to how you act and how you treat people and how you interact with people. Right. And how you treat their um, mother in front of them specifically. Exactly. Exactly. And how I treat my mom, you know, how, exactly. And, and, and he sees those interactions and, you know, um, Man, it, just the other day, whenever I posted that video of Salem like working on his truck, he got underneath his truck. I didn't even I didn't even tell him to do that. He just got underneath his truck. He was going to change his oil. But he sees you old. do it, so yeah. he does it. And and he 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 asked for a screwdriver. He said he was going to fix it. You know this and that. Like, if he sees that in that much detail, what is he taking just from my day to day interactions with other people, dude, or my wife, or my mother, or her mother, or you know anyone really? Like your kid sees everything. You're their you're the center of their world. Right. So they see everything you do and they want to mimic everything you do, especially uh if you're a dad who has a son. Noah wants to do anything anything that I do, no if I'm washing my hands, Noah wants to wash his hands. If I'm brushing my teeth, he wants to brush his teeth. Oh they, hey, one second. I think we got a another five star review. It's from oh, really? Joe. Yeah. Joe Joe Mama? Did it just Joe, come through, like, right now? Joe Mama, yeah. No, it's not. I just, wanted to, I just wanted to make that joke. What? Did we get a review or did we not get a review? No, we didn't. 
What are you talking about? You I just wanted you to me. ask Joe who, and I was going to say Joe Mama. In the middle of my very intimate conversation? <laughs> the joke's good, but the timing is a little off. I don't even remember what I was saying now. Oh, well, you know, like this interaction, this center of your world. Yeah, damn it, man. You know what? That's on me. <laughs> don't cut it out, Michael. Leave it. I want this. No, this please. <laughs> <laughs> I need everyone to see Austin's terrible no! comedic timing. Oh my god, it was this fucking asshole. I, I was I like, am. "What are you talking about?" I don't have <laughs> access to all that shit. I, you should have known that. Oh shit! That's why I was like, "Did it come through just now? Why are you suddenly bringing it up like out of nowhere?" Just a little comic <gasps> relief. We've been uh, we've been going. It's been ham, a pretty you know? serious. Yeah, it's been a pretty serious episode. No, that was good. I hope that I want to leave that in there <laughs> because that's funny. But back to what I was saying. No, your kid sees everything you do and they soak up everything you do and they want to do what you do. And um, it's like that country song, uh, I've Been Watching You, which sounds creepy, but it's actually about a son watching his dad do stuff. I can't remember who it's by. Oh, yeah. I think it's by Rodney Atkins. It's a good song. Man, you're great I with like names. It. I Thank am terrible you. with names. Really? Oh, yeah, but I met Michael at the birthday party, and I was like, Michael? And you're like, yeah, the guy that does the podcast. I'm like, oh, yeah, the That's guy that true. edits the show. But Michael is a very, like, common name. And Dude, I'm, I can literally be shaking somebody's hand and forget their name. Dude, while, I do that too. While I'm shaking the their hand. Because uh, my response is was, always, I'm Austin, and then I just get that stuck in my head. I was, um, because uh, Melanie was holding JJ at the party, and she came right. over, and she was talking to me. And she introduced herself, obviously, when she came over. And it was actually pretty funny because she was like, you do the podcast with Austin, right? And I was like, yeah, I do that with him. And she's like, oh, my God, your voice, you do do it. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's my <laughs> voice, what I sound like, you know? <laughs> but it, was, it was funny. True that. Um, and, then, and then when she was leaving, she was uh, saying bye to me. And I was like, your name's Amber, right? And she's like, no, Melanie. And I was like, I, Damn. what? <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. It was pretty, okay. We Oof. got another store, five store, you know. Don't come at me with my bad timing. Wow, dude. <laughs> But Yikes. no, shout out to uh, Melanie. We had a really good conversation about parenting and stuff. So uh, she said it was nice to hear from a dad name. perspective. Shout out. Shout out, Melanie. I only remember it because she told it to me twice. Shout Otherwise, out, Amber, dude. Shout out, Amber, too. Whoever shout Amber out, is. Amber. Shout out, Amber and <laughs> Melanie. I don't remember what your name is. It's one of those two. Because <laughs> uh, I could have sworn somebody called her Amber whenever she was walking away from them. And that's why I was like, your name's Amber, right? And she's like, no, Melanie. I was like, holy shit. I wasn't even close. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm still recovering but, from uh, that, by the way. I pulled something in my back, Duncan, but I was absolutely owning on that shit. Yeah, your mom or uh, Brittany's mom or one of those ladies was, like, losing their shit that you were, like, dunking the basketball. They were like, look at him go. I'm like, I mean, it's like 30. What can yeah, I say? going to be able to do What it. can I say? <laughs> I was throwing it off He's the just... backboard, alley-ooping it to myself. I almost got a 360 Duncan. And a, you were and just like reliving three... slam ball from the early 2000s. Dude, I forgot all about that. Holy crap. I will never Those dudes are going so high, though. So fucking Dude, high. They were doing, like, backflips and, like, it was, man, slam ball. They need to bring that back. That show was tight. Dude, that, I can't even believe I forgot that existed because that was so <laughs> sick. I don't even remember what channel it came on. I think it came on, like, MTV or something or, like, Nickelodeon. I, think it did too. I don't remember. Yeah, or Fuse TV or one of those. I don't know. Yeah, maybe not Fuse, it was, but. One of those. That was back when Fuse actually played like a bunch of music. Oh my god, who am I? Do you hear what I just MTV said? plays nothing but ridiculous now or ridiculousness. Yeah, and it's not even that good of a show. It's just Tosh.0 Tosh with a douchebag skateboarder. Uh, whatever happened to that dude, Tosh.0? Oh. Is he still a douchebag? Uh, 
I think he's still a piece of shit. Yes, I think okay, he's cool. still got it. Terrible. <laughs> um, but anyway, back to just talking shit about people now. Um, no, I think that being a dad is definitely daunting. Uh, as you're when you're going into it, um, I can't say from the perspective of having a daughter. I can imagine that it is a little different um, because of you know the the future of your child can is different because. I'm not saying, like, you know, like, people say, like, well, if my son has sex at 12, I'm fine with it. But if my daughter did, I'm killing him. Like, it's not like that. Yeah, but true. it is. Oh, you hell have to yeah. Worry he's just about... chip off the old block, you know? And then he's, and like, like, in the what? same mouth. Like, oh, but my my daughter, if you bring a boyfriend home, even if you're 20, I'm going to have a shotgun I'm waiting my, for him. I'm getting my shotgun. Yeah, it's yeah. like, no, you're disgusting, first of all. Um, but, no, I think that worrying about other people's kids when you have a daughter is different and i don't mean to sound like i'm not going to worry about something happening to noah but i feel like teenage girls are very vulnerable mm-hmm. and they're very impressionable i mean how many of us know a girl who met some like 20 year old guy when she was like 14 you know what i mean like yeah creepy shit it's, for sure it's definitely creepy and it doesn't stop it's still happening now but i think that the anxieties of having a daughter are definitely different than the anxieties of having a son. Yeah, I have I have quite a few friends who have daughters. You know, I could think of like at least five or six off the top of my head, and that's one thing that I always talk to them and 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 kind of pick their brains about is like, how are you going to approach that? You know, how I don't know, but I feel like it's my it's our responsibility as fathers to sons yeah. to set that example and and drive that home. And even like you said, it's going to still exist, which is terrible to even think about, you know, because not everyone's going to be the fathers that we are. Not everyone but is amazing fathers like us. Of course. Of course not. Perfect. Parent. Um, but yeah, I, I can't even imagine that, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, even even in like a preteen, you know, kind of phase where it's like, yeah, I want to go to the mall with my friends. It's like, dude, you can't help but just think, like, you know, watch out for creepy dudes. Watch out for just, literal predators at the mall. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, it's and it just disgusting. adds another dimension of like stress on top of parenting already. And that's something yeah, that and people like, need to talk about more because it starts with teaching your sons. You know? That's that's also how it teach your daughters that's how it not fucking to be, ends, ultimately. Yeah, but but on the same coin, you don't want your daughters to be shitty people either, which you know No. I mean it it no. is different. Obviously it is different, but I think we should Say it from both perspectives, raise your daughters to not treat people like garbage either. You know what I mean? Like, they're just not, they're not just going to grow up and be nice to everyone because they're girls. Like, it's not the case. True. Um, but I think raising your boys to be better is the most important thing to mm-hmm. prevent future, you know, assaults and such from happening because there's a, there's a huge, like, culture of, like, you know, women are less than. And I'm not saying like religious stuff. I'm just saying like there's a huge, like I think just I a think culture has it. a lot to do with it too, though. Oh yeah, well, f- religion you know, religious families anyway. more so more often than not, I I'd, I venture to say that they feel that way. You know, a woman's place is to be her husband's servant or whatever the fuck they say, which is terrifying. But yeah, no, I I I mean, I guess if both parties involved are cool with it, then yeah, I mean. We don't we don't have gender roles. I mean, for fuck's sake, I stay home with the kids. Elsa goes to work. We don't practice gender roles, but there are certain things that we do that I guess are 
gender role specific. Like if we go to Elsa's family's for dinner, like she always makes my plate for me every time. But I, I and think that it just never lends failed. itself to being um, just a caring wife, you know, like, but at the same time, that's probably something to do with her, uh, her, like her background, you know, her family background. Um, yeah. Plus I also think her whole family would like talk shit if she did. So <laughs> I think that, yeah, see, that, that's what I mean. Yeah. You know, I guess there's certain expectations in, in families like, you know, um, and obviously, you know, Elsa is a Hispanic. So I feel like they, they have their traditions and it's not, it's not a matter of like the woman is lesser. It's just, that's what you do. I don't know. It's just a matter yeah, of courtesy. Yeah, it's just how it is. You know? Yeah, it's just yeah. the way it is. It doesn't, it's not saying like, oh, I get my plate and she can't eat till I finish eating. It's just like, no, you serve your husband you ever, or boyfriend. Ha, have you ever heard like or seen when, when grown human men are saying like, I get the plate first, then my kids eat? Yeah, absolutely. Ever, my family at every Thanksgiving. Wait a minute. Your family says that? Like the, the, the adults have to eat before the kids. I, I mean, in like a, the adults at the very least like, get their plates first, which I think is ass backwards. I think it should be the I, other way around. I, I mean, in reference to like, oh, I'm the breadwinner of this family, you know. Oh, uh, I don't think it's cooks, like that. It's just and when weird. I come home, I expect a meal to be, you know, I eat first, and then my, you know, the yeah, king eats weird. first like, or some shit, you know, like. What first the fuck? of all, you drive a tractor. You're not a king. You're stinky. So no, I don't think. <laughs> You know, you're not a king of anything. Are you you're talking just... about somebody specific? Because I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Todd. You know what? I'm going to say it. <laughs> I don't know anyone named Todd. That was my real dad's name. It probably says a lot that that was the first name I thought of. Um, true, true. Uh, no, I don't... I've, I've, My family is like that to an extent. Um, they are very Southern. Uh, they all voted for Trump. So you can just kind of fill in the blanks for yourself there of mm. their mindset mm. and the way they think. And, um, yeah, I don't, uh, I dated a girl who was half black when I was in high school and my dad forbade it, uh, instantly wow. as soon as he found out. Yeah. My mom was fine with it, but yeah, he was totally. See, that's, totally and that's crazy it. too, is that we still live in these times where like, man, people who are alive today, you know, older people, 60 and older, even, even younger than that, they experienced or they were alive you know, during the civil rights movement and yeah. And they actually still have those thing, ideals, you know, like a funny thing about the civil rights movement is they, uh, published all the photos in black and white. So that you would think it was longer ago, but they had color photos back then. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty, the government sucks. So. It's sad. It is. Cause and, you think and, America's and, the greatest country and it's not, it's not even close anymore. No, it's no, like, it's definitely it's not. Just, just sink it, it sucks. You know? Let's it all just move to sucks. Canada and just sink America. I mean, it sucks to say that, that we're here and we have like, oh, you have the freedom to say that your country sucks. And it's like, yeah, I do. It's like ninety percent of countries it. are free, dude. Like, it's not. Yeah, it's and not you fucking the... fought for our country, so you definitely can fucking say it. And it this should isn't mean the more Cold that War. you say it. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. like, yeah, people are like, oh, fighting for freedom, all this stuff, and it's like, no, we're not. We're like fighting for oil and making lining people's pockets and so dick cheney can get another heart like no it's not <laughs> it's not anything you think it is and i can tell you from from experience the military is not what you think it is i'm not a fucking green beret break your neck with a finger like you know it's not like that i don't I know man i've grass. seen you play call of duty 
<laughs> I did get those good slide no scope kills on you. That was pretty tight. You did. You did. That's cheap. Uh, no, it's uh, uh, it's keep not in mind, you guys. I haven't played that game in a long time. Um, oh, okay, so that's you know, why. you're just gonna make excuses for yourself. Yeah, that's, that's why. One v one me then. After this, one v one me. I absolutely one v one you. Yeah, hundred percent. We'll right, do no good. bots, and good. I will destroy you again. Good. I don't want to hear no. Oh yeah, Gigi's crying in the background. Every I game. Go, oh, God. Every no no no. no. Every game we played, I had more kills than you. No, not and the I last switched game. to core. Not the yes. last game. Yes, not the last I had Dom fourteen. Game. I had fourteen. Dude, how many did I have? Fourteen. We had the same amount, but I had more captures. Okay, though. see, so that's not more. All right. I, mean, I don't know how many Relax. deaths I had. You fucking. Oh left yeah, the game interesting. Interesting. See. Pull the death fact. Pull them right now, real time. Pull yours. You think, you think this is a game? My, my Xbox. Why is are we fighting about the stupidest thing? This is a dad podcast, <laughs> not a Call of Duty. Uh, add me on. Uh, add me on Call of Duty Camper Destroyer with an underscore. Don't add me on Call of Duty. Add me on fucking uh, Minecraft. Don't say this it. This is way less Minecraft. stressful. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Do you I think have that's Minecraft? a good place to stop. No, I've never played Minecraft. I can't get behind the terrible quality of it. No, I think you, t- I think you said that before. I think I've asked uh, you. But I think, it is a, I think that is a good place to stop because Noah is currently crying upstairs, so I need to go tend to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really know. What, I, think I, this guess was the t- I guess the biggest takeaway of this... Um, episode for me at least is just to drive home the idea that your kids are always watching you boys or girls they're always yes. watching you they're gonna mimic you they're gonna do what you're doing at least until they start to develop their own interests which won't be until later on but just watch what you say watch how you treat people because they are going to do the same exact thing that you do yeah um, because no no toddler wants to wear a bass pro shop hat because he wants to wear a bass he wants to wear it because his dad wears one you know what i'm saying like bass pro shop hat no, I'm just, it's just an example of, okay. uh, I know, I, I mean, wear it'd be a cool if you did. No, I don't wear okay. those because I feel like they're, I, they f- seem racist. Uh, You're not wrong, actually. I yeah, don't know it, why, but I feel like they're racist. That's the same way I feel hats. about, um, like, what, what, what is it? Um, we're, oh, eating at, like, uh, Cracker Barrel. Yeah, but Cracker Barrel's so good, but I'm in an interracial relationship, so I can't go there. Dude, it's racist. I it is know. very Something racist, but it. you're white. But when you walk you up go. on there, there's a balcony with all these fucking uh, rocking chairs. And I know that's a thing here in the South, not really where we are, but... It, and then you walk in, and it's just... Uh, I don't know, man. It's mad racist. You just transport back to, like, the 1800s. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get dragged out of here because my wife is yeah. Mexican. Oh, yeah. So, specifically, what, if you're if you're a child to a boy... Not, not only are you watching what you're saying and, 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 and doing and this and that, you know, because they're watching you, but also teach them to respect everyone and more specifically to, you know, respect women's boundaries, girls' boundaries, you know, like. Yes, absolutely. Um, because I feel like it, that's not something my we, son's only three, we had to learn. So he doesn't really own. understand that. He just knows that Faith that lives next door is his best friend, you know, and. and Wait, What? What'd hey, you just he, say? I I mean, who decided you this? Gotta, you got to talk to him. He decided. You got to talk to him about it. Put him on. Where is he? <laughs> Let me we talk can call to him. him in. We can call him. <laughs> in. Call him in right now. I need to have this conversation. <laughs> um, it's because you but, live so far. If we live next door, he'd, they'd probably. But be they best were. Friend. She was over here the other day, and they were playing. You know, and and uh, it went smoothly, obviously. But like, you you just have to when they're older, and you know when they start to think about these things and have deeper thoughts it's it's nothing weird to sit your kid down and you know 
talk to them about things that go on and things that happen and what yeah because they're gonna be curious right but but, you know here's what you have to look out for son when you're out and about i'm not taking that away from you but you know here's what girls have to worry about too can you believe that they're you know they're telling girls what watch what they wear or what time they go out or yeah like your biggest worry she was asking for it like like that's your biggest fear that dude honestly that is huge that sucks. Or God forbid but, you're in class and you get called on. You got to go up to the front. Yeah, well, when, when, when class is about to be over and then you have to stand up and then oh, you have to put your backpack in front of, of you like, because, you know, you're just like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's rough, man. It, we have our own problems. Trust me. We do, but we don't, we don't face the problems that women face. Um, no, not even close. No, know, and, and obviously, too, I'm not taking it just not, you know, obviously women of color as well. There's a, there's a different... Um, avenue towards that too. That's that's even worse. Um, not to take away anything from the, you know, anybody else, but that's a whole different discussion. But you just yeah, that's a whole. You have to instill thing. in because right because once once this older generation is is gone, it's up to us to show people how to be. And I don't. Yeah, I didn't but, live during the civil rights era. I don't have. It wasn't ingrained in me. It wasn't you know taught. It wasn't this and that because racism. Obviously, we talked about it earlier. Has to be taught. And their generation can be the one to really make it not perfect, but in the right direction. Um, Also, a quick side note, Noah Noah stopped crying. I'm not just like ignoring him. I don't want people to think that I'm just like ignoring his cries. He stopped, so he's fine. Uh, So we're good for like another six hours? Yeah, sure. We can just talk for another, you know, fine. (laughs) No, we got a 1v1, so we got to get off here soon. That's true. That's true. Well, what are your closing now he's crying thoughts? Again. I know I kind of rambled, but uh, my closing thoughts would be that uh, just be better than what your dad was. Not you, Austin, specifically, but listeners, be better than your dad was because you can always be better. Um, my dad never cried, never wanted me to show emotion or anything, and I totally am against that with my kids. I want them to. Yeah, now you cry all the time when I beat you and God. Oh, my God. I only cry during <laughs> I Am Sam, and that is the only time I cry. Cried in it the other day. I watched it, and I was like, he just wants to be a good dad, and they won't let him. Oh, it was, God. <laughs> that movie is so sad. Sean Penn yeah, is incredible sad. in that movie. Um, but, no, I, that would, that's really my only thoughts. Just raise your kids to be good people and watch what you do and say around them. And, and also, don't I'm, be afraid to apologize to your kids. It's okay. Yeah, don't. Don't do that. Um, I think that... I want show Noah weakness, to show humility, you know. Yeah. I want Noah to respect everybody until they give him a reason not to. So, yeah. Um and that's everybody. That's any person that is, you know, if they're disrespecting him, you know, then do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Don't mm-hmm. start fights or anything crazy, but don't be a wuss either. It's a fine line, honestly. It is. It's a very fine line between like being yeah. a dick and not being, you know, a weenie. But speaking of weenies, let's get on COD and play on core because you hate hardcore. So okay, you like my segue <laughs> there? That was pretty good, right? <sighs> I like that a lot. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's closing it out. This was our rambling episode. I think we should do this every sixth episode because it's fun. Yeah, uh, and six so is a good on number. Our 12th, on our twelfth episode, we'll do it again, and then on our our third time doing it, it'll be six six six. So yeah. That's true. That's true. Hail Satan. <laughs> sure, your family would love that. Oh, yeah. They love when I say it. It's great. 
Um, but no, yeah, we will uh, be, <laughs> be back next week. Spooky. Ooh, ooh. The mark of uh, the beast. That's me. So yeah, uh, yeah follow you... me on Instagram at How the Dads Show. Follow Austin at Austy with an X for the I. You're so, so you much would change easier. your name to make it easier to say. I know. Yeah, so I, was I tried saying, to get the OG Austy, but there, it's just some some person with a chick pick has it, and I can't get it. So if anyone well, wants to just, just to report cooler. that account. If all 700,000 of you want to report that account so I can get it, let me that'll know. That would be great. Yeah, that would be I'll sick. I'll go report cause... it right now. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, because I would love it, and I don't have it. Um... You should change yours to how the dads chill with a Z. Yeah? No, no. All right, whatever. It's a play on That's... a Cold World album. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. I know that. Yeah. Anyway, we're rambling again. So, yeah, we will be back next week. Great band. Uh, follow at Hiding in the Garage on Instagram. Uh, let us know what you think of the show. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. That is actually a yeah, five-star yeah, yeah, review yeah, yeah, yeah. and not a very poorly timed joke, uh, okay. as Austin did earlier. Now he can't cut, cut it, it out, out because I added that. Cut it out. i got to find the minute mark and cut it out. <laughs> Don't do it, Michael. Don't do it. Uh, anyway, yeah, we will catch you guys next week. Uh, Shout out, later. Michael, for all your help. Appreciate you. Yeah, but we, yes, we uh, love you. That's it. Follow us, shoot us a message, let us know what we should talk about. If you have any thoughts, opinions, if you want to play us at COD or Minecraft or anything else, let us know. We'll get you in. We'll get you in here. Come on in. Doors open. Water's fine. (laughs) You're rambling again. Goodbye. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, bye.